Part two of the quarterback carousel, the teams coming up on today's podcast that absolutely will be changing starting quarterbacks in 2022. Matt and I project who those quarterbacks will be for those teams right now. You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. This is a fun series of podcasts here. Part two, we're finishing up our quarterback carousel episode. Matt, go back to here Friday's podcast where we talked about, what, uh, a dozen teams that could potentially be changing. 20 teams all together here that are some maybes, some teams we decided won't be moving on with quarterbacks, some big dominoes that need to fall. Uh, who's going to go for the draft option? Who's going to go for the free agent option? Who's going to go for the big trade options? And we have some of those coming up on today's show, including at least one blockbuster. Here we go, Matt. This is where things get really fun here. There will be quarterback movement. These teams not only will, they have to change their current quarterback situation. The Carolina Panthers, the Denver Broncos, the Detroit Lions, the New Orleans Saints, your Pittsburgh Steelers, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Washington Commanders. I want to start with the Carolina Panthers because I think this is lining up, luckily for the Panthers, to be the best possible situation for both the Carolina Panthers and ending the Deshaun Watson saga there's an ownership group here that is they're they're active they want to win they're very right? active yeah. the carolina Aggressive. panthers screwed up last year everybody knows the carolina panthers screwed up last year so deshaun watson is that option a for the carolina panthers bring the clemson kid back home there can they make this happen? Because I, so. I feel like this is the perfect opportunity for the Panthers to to fix that situation, go get a quarterback, and even if they had some, you know, maybe some misgivings, maybe they weren't totally sold on the idea with what's going on off the field with Deshaun Watson, their quarterback situation currently, um, the, the situation they put themselves in doesn't really give them a lot of options, and they'll say, yeah, you know what, we just kind of have to do this now, let's make a deal. And the Houston Texans obviously want to get that figured out for them as well. So Panthers and Deshaun Watson seems like the most obvious to end both of those sagas right now. I agree. And you got a lot of money invested in your quarterback room, at least for a year. And that's ugly, but so be it. I mean, if you were to move on from Darnold, you would have to pay someone to take him. You know yeah, and I, mean? I think that could be part of the trade because the Texans could have be. have yeah. the cap space to take on Darnold, and maybe there's your backup to push Davis Mills just a little bit there in Houston, and you give them an extra you know third round pick in this whole thing because they'll take Darnold's salary for you. I was thinking that too. Like that's not the worst place to send Darnold. Houston could absorb it, is what I'm saying, and and maybe even turn him into a player. Who knows? I mean. Uh, I think this one, I'm not going to say likely, uh, but I do think Watson getting traded is very likely in the next month or two, and there's not many landing spots. I, I can't come up with a better one than this. The only other thing is if you're willing to trade what it'll take to get Watson, and I think it'll take less than maybe it would have for what Watson's talent level is, do you, do you make the same offer to 
Seattle if Russell Wilson becomes available and would Russell Wilson who played at North Carolina State mm-hmm. would he be would that be a team he'd be willing to go to because Russell's going to have control over what team he wants to go to would you send him into the NFC does that make any sense I think it makes makes I think it's less likely than the Watson scenario but if you're willing to trade for Watson you're probably calling on Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson first at least I would think and again I don't know if that'll get done but I do think that sixth overall pick is pretty attractive you know, I mean, to Houston or let alone Seattle or, you know, Green Bay, but especially Houston, like, you know, we're going to start with that number six pick, maybe next year's first and something else. And we'll take Darnold off your hands, too. You yeah. Know? And that's a good jump start for Houston. You've got a, a young quarterback that you're going to roll with and you're going to start mm-hmm. in Davis Mills. And and maybe you get an extra pick for taking on Darnold, which you can absorb that salary. And now Darnold is, is going to push Davis Mills for you there and be a backup. And who knows, maybe even Darnold uh, plays a little bit and you can flip him for a pick later. And he rehabs his image for a team that still believes in right. him and or, you know, whatever. Um, probably unlikely because he's playing on that. He'll be a free agent. Probably. Anyway. But. But in the um, meantime, you added Kyle Hamilton and Ekwanu. You know? Exactly. So now you have the right, sixth right. pick to go with the pick you already have. And so you add a ton of talent to your football team. Maybe you can even trade back from one of those, start adding more picks, and really build this thing and accumulate it. And I don't think the Texans have an opportunity to get a pick higher than number six in all of this for Deshaun Watson. So I love that. It makes a lot of sense. We finally got a new home for a superstar quarterback, Matt, with Deshaun Watson going to the Carolina Panthers. I like it. Again, not likely, but uh, if I had to put a chip down of where he lands, I think that would be my pick. Although, I think he could also fit in in Denver and Tampa. I could see that, which brings us to the Denver Broncos. So this is interesting. Option A and plan A, clearly, we've been talking this, about this for a year now. Aaron Rodgers is plan A for the Denver Broncos. They just hired sure. the, you know, their, the, the head coach from, uh, from who's just worked with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay as the offensive coordinator. So Aaron Rodgers is plan A. It's hard to imagine Aaron Rodgers being anywhere other than Green Bay or Denver even at this point. So I don't even know if if he can be plan A for any other team in the league. And that's all going to be decided by Aaron Rodgers in the coming weeks. And that'll be the first big domino to fall this offseason. And Matt, maybe you can scoop that while you're in Indianapolis this week. What if plan A doesn't happen? Rodgers stays and signs that $50 million per year contract with Green Bay, and that can't happen. Do you go to Jordan Love? Do you go get the backup instead and have Love and, and Drew Locke battle it out? Do you go re-sign Teddy Bridgewater? I just can't see how that... would pick Willis or Pickett than trade for Jordan Love. Right. You have the ninth pick in the NFL draft for here, the Broncos. You passed on a quarterback last year. Do, do you do that again? Or if you're the Broncos, do you say, no, we've got this veteran plan in place do you start calling on Deshaun Watson? Do you start calling on Kirk Cousins? Do you start calling on Jimmy Garoppolo? I think it would be a tough pill for most Broncos fans to swallow to go from Aaron Rodgers to really any of those situations, but that might be the reality. We're taking Aaron Rodgers off the board because we think it's most likely he stays with Green Bay, and that's clearly plan A for them. What is plan B for the Broncos? Draft or Another veteran that they could try to trade for. Um, Cousins, I know the GM, George Payton, he came from Minnesota. Does he have a, a fond feeling of a guy they signed in free agency there in Cousins that could win Denver more games? Jimmy Garoppolo is available. We know that. What route do you take if you're the Broncos? I think it's Rodgers, which might not happen, of course. You know, that might not be an option. No matter what we offer, that might not be something that's feasible. Then Watson. Then Cousins, if Cousins plays elsewhere, I think Denver and Tampa are the most likely spots because mm. they got a lot of infrastructure. You know, I mean, 
Yeah, that would make some sense to me. Um, otherwise, uh, I'm going to go. I think I think it's a veteran. I think it's going to be Rogers, Watson, or Cousins. Okay. Okay. Like, so, ticket to me isn't enough, and Willis, I don't want to wait, and I got a pretty good team here. And then the fallback option is we couldn't get anything done, and we do have the ninth pick, so now we're going to draft a quarterback. There'll definitely be one there, you know. Right. Okay, so we've got Drew Locke, and he's either going to be competing with a rookie pick who was drafted at number nine, or if they maybe move up in the draft or move down in the draft or however that is. So Locke competing with a rookie or Kirk Cousins if plan A and Aaron Rodgers can't have him for the Denver Broncos. Or Watson. Or Watson, which brings up a really interesting question about your strategy if you're an NFL team. If you're a front office going about this offseason, you know who's available currently. And there's really two names that are for sure available right now. That's Watson and Garoppolo. Or we, we were pretty darn sure both those guys are available for trade, right? And there's some of the names that might be there, but they might not be. So let's talk a little bit about that strategy. How should teams go about this if Garoppolo or Watson are options that they are interested in? Should they even wait for this whole thing to play out? Or should they be proactive? More teams, Tampa. Washington, Matt's Pittsburgh Steelers can't wait to get his thoughts on their plan A, B, and C this offseason at quarterback coming up. The most important thing you can do, whether you're still trying to hang on to that New Year's resolution later into the year or just trying to get into shape or just trying to eat a little bit marginally healthier every single day, the best thing you can do is make Built Bars part of your plan. High in protein, low calorie, low sugar snacks that taste great and you can feel good about eating them. Here is the key. Go to all your secret hiding spots for all your snacks and get rid of the junk. Get rid of it so there's no temptation. And when you do have that temptation, replace it with a built Bar. So you can feel good about the snack you're eating and get that high protein with a low sugar, low net carb snack whether it's your desk at work or your purse or your glove box in your car or your pantry at home wherever it is where all the junk hangs out replace it with built bars covered in 100% real chocolate not sure what flavor you want get a mixed box of built bars i recommend the peanut butter but tons of flavors to choose from at built.com go to the website built.com right now use promo code locked 15 and you can get 15 percent off your order that is promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com you brought up an interesting point matt a team like the denver broncos that it feels like they're trying to be aggressive in this and clearly aaron Rodgers would be their plan a but knowing that Will they be even more aggressive if plan A doesn't work out? Will they throw more resources than maybe another team would because they need to go get their free agent veteran quarterback? They're trying to win now. They have a good infrastructure around uh, a, a new head coach, and they want a quarterback in there that can win now. Does that mean it's more advantageous for another team knowing that to go get their quarterback to take that option away from Denver as a fallback so that way they're not competing with the Broncos and another team that might go over the top of them for a trade for a different quarterback, say the Watsons or the Garoppolos of the world, which would make it smart for the Panthers to go make Watson happen first and not wait. And that's sort of the thing. So if, if, if you're okay with Watson, make that happen before these other deals happen and before you see the massive haul that a team gets or doesn't get before all these quarterbacks become unavailable. Now you're competing with more teams that might not have Watson as plan A. And I think it's similar with Garoppolo. Do you go trade for Garoppolo now if you are, say, 
the Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. knowing that nobody's bidding on Garoppolo right now because Garoppolo's the plan B or C for that team because they're waiting on Wilson. They're waiting on Rodgers. Could you sneak in and get that done now and not have to compete with all those teams? And the thing with Jimmy is if I'm – I guess you could lump in the Steelers and Bucks and certainly Washington. If you trade for him today, that doesn't mean you can't use a first-round pick on your favorite quarterback. The Niners just did that. The Niners just did that, right. And and there's probably not a quarterback that's more likely to play than Trey Lance was necessarily last year either. If you, if you saw right. – if, if you're the Washington Commanders – and by the way, Jimmy Garoppolo is not – plan a for any of these 20 teams that i filled out right and he's barely plan b for some of these teams but if you're okay with jimmy garoppolo and you're washington you have pick 11 somewhat like the broncos you know that there might be a quarterback there for you garoppolo plus willis that'd be a pretty good situation the 49ers just went to the nfc championship game with garoppolo and developed their young quarterback you could have the same plan if you're washington you go trade for garoppolo uh you wouldn't have to give up your 11th pick in the draft this year you could still draft that quarterback if you want or draft another player and um, you know and make that team around Jimmy G even better so I like Garoppolo to Washington right now and I think that is the most likely landing spot for him in my opinion so I'm going to put Jimmy G as the quarterback for the Washington Commanders and that could go along with a drafted quarterback in round one or two as well yeah I think that makes perfect sense the Detroit Lions Jared Goff. I don't is, want to say this is a slam dunk, but I think this. I think, as what you said here at option A, is pretty likely, or right in that neighborhood. Yeah, you know? yeah, if you're the Lions, you go to the draft. None of the veteran quarterbacks yeah, are going to yeah. want to go there. You already have Jared Goff in house, so you're drafting a quarterback, uh, and you're not drafting one at number two, most likely. You would rather nope. not. So that leaves with 32. And in fact, I would probably put money on, and we've talked about this, I'd put money on the Detroit Lions drafting a quarterback somewhere between 2 and 32. Whether they trade up from 32 or they trade down from number 2, I think every team's going to know that 32 is where you need to get in front of to draft that quarterback at the end of round 1 if you're sitting at, if you're hanging out in the, weed, in, in the weeds and, and looking to make your move for a quarterback at the top of round 2. You have to get up in front of 32. So the Lions will probably have to fight against that if they really feel good about the, a guy and maybe get up from 32. But I think their first option would be draft the quarterback at 32 before drafting one at two. But I think Lions, clearly, they're going to the draft, and it's going to be a name like Corral, Howell, or you know Ritter, or maybe they can yeah, get yeah. into the, the Pickett and Willis territory, depending on where all these guys fall in draft day. Yeah, and I know there's going to be some bad teams at the top of round two that might want to trade into one for that quarterback like you mentioned, but you know, Houston has Mills, Jacksonville has their guy, the Jets have their guy. They might be able to stay able to stand put and end up with Ritter or Howe and be, okay, yep. we'll do it. And realistically, yeah. going through this process, and you said the same thing when you filled out your mock draft, there wasn't that many spots where you're like, oh, here's the slam dunk quarterback pick. So the quarterbacks right, might right. all fall a little bit. Maybe there's only one quarterback that ends up in round one, and they all fall into round two, or they all fall down to the Lions, and they have their pick of most of those quarterbacks. That could absolutely mm-hmm. happen. We saw more quarterbacks fall than we thought last year in a better class. I do think Tampa, who picks not you know sort of close to thirty two, could grab one of those guys. The New Orleans Saints. I've got them in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes. Russell Wilson listed the New yeah. Orleans Saints in his group of four quarterbacks or four teams that he would want to go to last year. But Sean Payton's gone now. They have a, a rough situation with their salary cap, and I know we had Ross Jackson on from Locked On Saints, and he talked about how it's not that big of a deal and they can fix those things, but that's one thing. Adding a $30, $40 million quarterback is another thing as well. They could probably figure it out. I'm not going to put it... your draft picks for tackles and receivers <laughs> and stuff too. <laughs> right, you know? yeah. I'm not going to put it past the Saints to be able to figure the cap part of it out, but 
Russell Wilson in the Saints, is that plan A, even if it's somewhat unlikely? I think you have that conversation within your walls, and when you're done and you leave that meeting, you say that's not really feasible for us. Although they're the ultra-aggressive organization, they understand the beauty of a a short, athletic, stud quarterback more than anybody and know how to – he would be great there. I just don't know how you can make that work. Um, like Ross said, I think it's Jameis and maybe even Jameis and Corral. Yep. So you move on to plan B, which is Jameis Winston. I think it's the most likely landing spot. Week one starter in New Orleans, Jameis Winston. Yeah. Which Ten- I want him for the Steelers, but that's okay. <laughs> so the Steelers have some decisions to make. Before we get to the Steelers, what about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Is plan A, they're waiting for Tom Brady to go film a movie and then come back and be like, oh, just kidding, I'm not retired anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. I, I guess you know the door is always open, Tom, and you know he, he may go stir crazy not being a quarterback for a while. I guess that's possible. I can't see them saying Trask is the guy, or we, or we like Blaine Gabbard enough. Like they're still pretty close. I know they're going to lose a lot in free agency, but I I think it's a Kirk, Co- Kirk Cousins type possibility or Wentz. Look and. This is sort of that thing I talked about earlier where some fan bases, it's a little bit more difficult to talk them into a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Carson Wentz after they've you know had Tom Brady or they're dreaming about sure, Aaron sure. Rodgers all offseason. But as soon as Blaine Gabbert trots out there in week one for you, you'll <laughs> right, be wishing right. you spent that second round pick or whatever it would have taken, which is not all that much. And especially if you're a coach that's trying not to get fired and trying to win some games. Uh, and you don't want to screw around with bad quarterback play on your football team, um, that second-round pick starts to not matter much at all. So teams like Washington, where uh, you're trying to win, you need to figure out quarterback. Um, maybe a team like Tampa Bay, who's got a lot of pieces, and they've seen, if you have an efficient quarterback, how far that can take you when you've got some other pieces on your football team. So maybe a Garoppolo makes sense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe even a Carson Wentz, who, with his ability to get the ball down the field a little bit more than Garoppolo, maybe Wentz is a fit for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, potentially. See, Wentz is a lot like the Arians quarterbacks pre-Brady. You know, yes. big-armed, athletic, Ben, Luck, you know, Carson Palmer in his heyday, those type of guys. You know, like, I could see Arians saying, I'll take a chance on Wentz, and we'll coach him up with Leftwich, and as opposed to using a, a late first on a developmental quarterback. I don't think that's, I, I just said that they could be a, a landmine for a first round quarterback, but the more I think about it with that staff, the age of the, of the head coach mm-hmm. recently winning it all. I think there will be a veteran who started a lot of games as Tampa's starting quarterback. Oh, I'm starting to like, I'm starting to like Carson Wentz actually in Tampa mm-hmm. with Kyle Trask there. Um, as the backup that you're developing yeah. that potentially, you know, if Wentz falls on his face, maybe Trask is ready to go halfway through the year or something like that. I'd be interested in that. Okay. And, and I think Wentz could possibly succeed there. I like it. I like it a lot. Wentz plus Arians makes some sense. Yeah, it does. Coming up, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I have a feeling are going to be really big players in all of this during the offseason, and maybe some unexpected moves coming with Pittsburgh, maybe draft maneuvering, maybe it's big-time trades, maybe it's free agency, veteran quarterback trade, maybe a draft pick in the first round. You know what? Maybe both. One veteran name I really like, Matt's insight on the team he covers closest next. 
Football might be over this season, but basketball is full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. And of course, the tournament, there is nothing more fun than wagering on than that NCAA college basketball tournament. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired head coach is going to land, to NFL draft props. You can still bet on football. Super Bowl futures, absolutely, at betonline.net, which is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. And hey, maybe we'll even get a baseball season to bet on this year. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and even news this season. Not just basketball, not just football, hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to your favorite casino games as well. So head over to the website or mobile device and learn more about the trends and action at BetOnline, where the game starts. We got to finish with your Pittsburgh Steelers. Matt, I wish I had more insight on this one. (laughs) I've got uh, so I mean, I think option A with a lot of these teams is you're you're calling the Packers, you're calling the Seahawks, but those teams aren't going to move unless they really have to. But it does help the Steelers that they're in the AFC. So Russell Wilson might not be necessarily pie in the sky. Could the Steelers make one of those moves? Aaron Rodgers, less likely than Russell Wilson, in my opinion. Russell Wilson, could that be the next quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers I don't know I I really don't I mean here's what I do know about the organization is they're never gonna say well we'll just win four or five games this year and then we'll run it back and try to get in the top five and pick a guy next year that's never gonna happen here they can't Mike Tomlin can't walk down to Cam Hayward and say hey Cam this is how it's gonna go this year like that that doesn't fly here that's not gonna happen the Rooney's would never accept it so they're always going to try to win the Super Bowl to some degree. I do think they would love and would be really infatuated with a quarterback that can move, you know, I mean, and someone on their rookie deal. I mean, I think that those things would be really appealing because they haven't had it here in so long. And they look at other teams like the Ravens and say, boy, I wish I had that, you know, that I wouldn't lose the Javon Hargraves every year. You know, I mean, you could keep your own. And you'd have an athletic quarterback that can, you know, make plays on his own. I like the Winston Trubisky Mariota, you know, way of doing things. And I know nothing about this, so I'm not trying to start rumors. But they just hired Brian Flores, and I know Brian Flores really wanted Deshaun Watson. So if it was a stud, all-in type guy, I think it's Watson more likely than Wilson or Rodgers. And I'm not predicting that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that will happen. But I know Flores loved them, and now he's employed by the Steelers. Wilson, Rodgers, Watson are out of it, Matt. Do you make calls on Matt Ryan or Derek Carr? Not really. Or Jimmy, not really, I don't think. So I think I'd rather take my chances at 20. Okay, so for... spend my free agent money on offensive linemen. And... Mm-hmm. So for, I'm G- not... for GM Matt That's Williamson... Here. What's that? For GM Matt Williamson, you would rather go get a stopgap quarterback like Marcus Mariota, former high pick, uh, if James Winston's not available. You know, the number two, by the way, in that same draft class. Marcus Mariota in Pittsburgh with a draft pick, Pickett, Willis, maybe one of the later first round picks, maybe move around on draft day. So maybe pick 20 plus a, a free agent stopgap like a Mariota, which I think would be the best situation for Mariota as well. So I think that's totally doable. I think that is the most likely scenario for the Steelers. I kind of like that. I, I, I do too. The only issue is deep down, I think they'll only add one player at that position from outside the organization. Not that they're love with Rudolph and Haskins, but 
I think Rudolph and Haskins will be on the team and they will add one quarterback. I don't know what kind, I don't know what flavor, what age, what cost, but I don't think they'll add two. We have Deshaun Watson to the Panthers. We have yeah. Drew Locke plus most likely a draft pick maybe for the Denver Broncos, maybe a Cousins-like player for the yeah, Broncos, yeah. but if they can't get Aaron Rodgers. We have uh, a rookie somewhere late round one for the Detroit Lions. Jameis Winston coming back to the New Orleans Saints. We have Mariota, maybe a rookie. Yeah. I, I could see whether it pick 20 or maybe you wait for the draft to come to you. If you don't like somebody at 20, maybe a second round pick. Just you know, bring in some, some competition there for your quarterback roster. Uh, but I like Mariota, actually, the more I think about it, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I don't dislike it, yeah. Maybe Wentz and Trask for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I kind of like that one a little bit. Now we've got mm-hmm. some Wentz possibilities for a couple teams where I didn't know where to put him originally. And then Jimmy Garoppolo to the Washington Commanders. I think we've got this all figured out, Matt. And I'm sure all the news at the Combine this week will completely throw all of that on its ear. And I can't wait to hear what whispers you hear <laughs> in Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm psyched to go. Um, it might screw up our recording schedule a little, by the way. We'll figure all that stuff out. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping to get some some tidbits, that's for sure. Speaking of Indianapolis, we just took their quarterback, Wentz, and I don't know who we left them with. You know, they're, they're a weird one. It's still blank. The spreadsheet's yeah. still blank for Indianapolis, Matt. I don't know what to put in there. <laughs> all right, good stuff. Um, maybe Gardner Minshew. I think maybe. Gardner Minshew. I mean, I wouldn't hate Gardner Minshew in Pittsburgh. I think Gardner Minshew's a good player. Jordan Love. Um, yeah, there's some names the, that we the, didn't find home. Yeah, the, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know what. Ugh. What do you I, do I don't there? Like the Teddy train. No, I can't. This is going to be such a fun off season. The QB carousel is going to spin uh, wildly this off season. Matt, enjoy your time in Indianapolis at the combine. We will talk a lot more about those draft prospects later in the week. Sounds good. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen. For your second listen, check out Matt doing Locked On Dynasty, Locked On NFL Draft in full swing, hosted by Eric Crocker and Ryan Tracy. Your team is covered no matter the sport right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Matt and I back tomorrow. Matt from Indianapolis at the Combine. Talk to you then right here, Peacock and Williamson.